sound like you're about to beatbox. <laughs> Justin Timberlake. <laughs> yeah. I used to do that when I was high all the time. I, told, I just told you that. I just told you that the other day, right? No. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, all the time when I when I would get I super super high back in the day, I would do the craziest, wildest rap. Like not just a beatbox, like a full on rap. Yeah, I'd beatbox and then I would rap for a second. It wouldn't make any sense, but for some reason, we would cry, dying, laughing. <laughs> oh my god. Me and my friend from school, Tiffany, my boyfriend at the time and her boyfriend at the time, they were best friends. Mm -hmm. And so we used to just like, you know, just smoke a lot of weed together. Yeah. Me and her would be like crying, laughing (laughs) so hard. I, Yeah. It's too bad there wasn't like uh, social media video stuff back then. Oh my God. I know. And have some hot content. You would. I don't mean hot, like sexy hot. I mean like bunny ass hot hot shit like people would want to see it for sure i mean i would want to fucking see that shit i can only imagine hold on are you taking a video because my hair is extra poofy (laughs) i look like a frog hold on (laughs) hold on my hair is extra long it's extra poofy let me push it back there we go i look like a frog (laughs) Yeah, because I got like a hoodie on. It's like I look like I have no neck and ugh, we stretch. Oh my god! There we go. That's better. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, now you look like a girl. Oh, look at your hair. Look at the hair on top where your part is. Now you look like you're from. Oh. Like, you look like you're in the movie Monster, Charlie's. Oh my god, a monster? That is so mean! Holy shit! (laughs) Holy shit, girl! Monster! Oh my god! I can't catch my breath! Monster. Charlize Theron made herself look as ugly as humanly possible in that movie, and apparently that's who I look like today. (laughs) Thank you, Cassie. No, you never do. Goddamn bitch. You never do. Just the way your hair was just at top, because her hair was was like that. Not the greasy part, but just like that. waved up like that for a second mm-hmm. oh my god thank you for always taking my shit and my and my jokes and everything because you know I don't mean it meanly I'm I make fun of myself I all the time say I look like Charlize Theron from the movie <laughs> monster so that looks better I don't even care my situation is getting worse and worse here like no it looks it looks really good but I have my hair stuffed in the back of my sweatshirt. Oh, now it looks like you're going to prom with that one piece in the front. That's what I'm saying. This is getting worse and worse. Hold on. <laughs> I need like one of those little banana clips, claw clips. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, now, now I'm hot. <laughs> so this was the perfect intro to our episode <laughs> that we're going to be talking about today. Welcome to the Baron Below podcast. <laughs> I can't stop laughing. Oh, I feel like I'm high right now. I wish I was high right now. <laughs> I'm not, but just talking about being high kind of gets me high. Oof. My hair looks a little better now. It does. 
It looks really good. Okay. <laughs> okay, so can we just talk for a hot second and gush a lush over our brand new merch that be dropping hot? Yes, girl. Main character energy. What's up? Black and hot pink writing. OMG, you guys, you are going to die when you see these. Everybody that has seen them, like a couple of our friends has already told me how much they love them. Oh, I know. And it's really cool because this is the name of one of our episodes. One of our listeners, I think, actually came up with the idea for for main character energy. And we had a few different ideas. And this one just stood out to us most, especially because anybody can wear this. Like our first round of merch, you know, we're all about promoting ourselves. And yes, this new sweatshirt does still say Bear and Below podcast on it. But like, what girl doesn't want to rock something that says main character energy? Because you're just putting good vibes out there constantly when you're wearing this sweatshirt and and you're projecting it and then you're like, oh, you know what? It's a good reminder for yourself. Like, hell yeah, I mean character energy. So if you haven't listened to our main character episode, go back and listen to that one. Yes, it's episode 22, main character energy. That's the name of it. Perfect. Yeah, go listen to that and you'll see why it was really important to put a sweatshirt out or some merch out that has this on there. It's just, my God, like feel good sweatshirt. And then also everybody was dying for our hot pink baseball cap. And we only ordered a couple of them last time because we weren't sure how they were going to go like hot pink and everyone freaking was begging for one. So we are going to have a stock supply of the hot pink Biblo much sought after baseball cap. Yes, girl. And you should see the sweatshirt with the pink hat. I'm telling you, it's fucking fire. And just that hot pink, like, yeah, it's only February, but we're coming up on spring. It's right around the corner. Like, I'm so feeling these colors for this time of the year. And so it really is amazing. You guys are going to love it. And this color pink truly goes with everyone's skin tone and complexion because weren't you worried or somebody was worried that we were talking to about that hot pink like oh I can't do bright colors like with my skin tone or it literally goes with everybody yeah because me and you are kind of complete opposite you've got dark hair and darker natural skin than me I'm very light skin light hair and it somehow looks fucking fire on both of us in different ways so it's it's just so freaking cute yeah Yep. So when we drop, guys, obviously we'll let you know. It'll all be on Instagram and it'll be up on our website. Super, super, duper exciting. Yes. <laughs> um. Well, Cass, let's get into the episode. So we mentioned earlier today, we're going to give you guys a little glimpse into our business partnership slash friendship thing we got going on that we've had going on for about two and a half years now it's been. Yeah, I know. From the first day that we talked about this. I know. Just to remind everybody, I'm sure we've talked about it on the pod before. Obviously, we're still a new business, but you know, we have some tips for everybody that may be interested in doing the same thing we have. If you were friends prior and you want to start a business together, you have a great idea. We're going to talk about what did work for us. And what we found that doesn't work for us. And that's what's so awesome about Kathleen and I is that we have such a great foundation and we'll get more into that. But we were able to pretty quickly figure out what wasn't going to work for us, what 
doesn't work for Kathleen, even though it works for me and how we can balance that, et cetera, and, and, and vice versa. So, you know, and just hopefully that this kind of inspires you if you and your bestie were looking to start a business together or um, even for yourself, I feel like this this episode can really benefit you in all aspects, whether you plan on having a partner and your entrepreneurial entrepreneurial Entre- entrepreneurial on your entrepreneurial adventure and obviously we are not claiming to be again another one of our disclaimers <laughs> we are not experts at this right <laughs> please seek professional help um if you want the real deal but we just thought that this would be really cool to talk about yeah for anybody in all aspects of life really Yeah, for sure. I know because a lot of like what works for us, I feel like can be applied to like a relationship, a marriage, like something like that. So it's kind of funny. But I have to say, I think first and foremost, if you have a bestie or a friend that you're thinking about going into business with, I think what from a foundation aspect that really worked for Cassie and I is the fact that we really and genuinely trust each other and we have a lot of patience with each other, right? Yeah, most definitely. Kathleen and I wanted to make sure that no matter what, because this could be tricky, even our husbands warned us or or reminded anyways, like, you know, just Kathleen is your friend. Like you guys are friends first. And Mm. a lot of people that get into business that were friends prior, you know, it always doesn't end end very well. And so I think it was extremely important for me and Kathleen to have these kind of conversations before we even, you know, got any further into this journey to make sure that we are always putting our friendship first. That is more important above all else. Oh my God. Yeah, you're definitely right. I know I did read a statistic in the past that like a crazy high percentage of just business partnerships in general fail, but then business partnerships that also have that friend aspect like we have fail. Like, And it actually scared me. And I read about it before you and I had even launched it. Remember I brought it up to you and I'm like, maybe we should go to therapy just to like do some maintenance, make sure we're on track, make sure nothing fa- more preventative, like just to make sure. Like I remember getting so afraid because I'm like, I yeah. believe in this business, but I'm not losing my friend. I remember feeling like that very early on. So it always yes. has been so important to us to prioritize that. It's scary. It's scary to, to think about that. And I'm sure that's why a lot of people are like, you know, if their friend is like, oh, let me invest in your company or let me be a part of that. And a lot of people decline because they're yeah. like, no, I don't do I don't do business with family. I don't want to do business with friends, anybody I know. And that's also probably why a lot of business partners, maybe, maybe they become friends after, but they just align themselves with a, with business relationship and that's it if they're doing it, because then there's not as much to lose. The relationship isn't as layered. It's a little bit more transactional. So it's just a bit easier to manage. I remember a few years ago, um, someone in Scott's family had a chunk of change and was looking to invest. And he was kind of hinting that he wanted to invest in us. And I won't give the details, but Scott was like really all for it. And I told him, I go, absolutely not. We're not mixing business and pleasure. And this is after you and I had already started. I I just, something about it, I knew was not going to be right. Again, my little gut feeling, I was like, "Mm -mm, let's just keep it personal. And I never felt that way with you. I really didn't. And I know you didn't feel that way with me either. It's like a mutual thing, but it's, you know, something to think about. Is it the right person? 
absolutely true though. Like if you have a friend, okay, you you know, you have differently relationships with different friends and just because I have like a few really great best friends, that does not mean at all that I would want to get into business with every single one of them. Mm-hmm. Like you have to really make sure you have a great balance, that you're on the same page with with everything. And of course, there's some things that you have to figure out as you go, like yeah. you and I did. Right. But it starts with really having that balance. Which I think we found so interesting the more we got into everything and really especially after we launched, Cassie and I just – it's like a serendipitous thing, I feel like. It really is. It's so cute. It's wild. What Cassie is like amazing top notch at, I struggle with or I just like have anxiety over and like vice versa with us. I think the best example is like the networking. Yeah. I want to die thinking about networking. I'm trying to push myself. I'm trying to, you know, that's how you grow. We talk about that a lot, putting yourself in uncomfortable positions. But I have left a networking event crying, like calling my husband crying. Like, I can't do this. It gives me anxiety. I hate it. Cassie, motherfucker, this bitch rolls up and is like, hey, how you doing? Like, talks to everybody. Yeah, like, she's in her goddamn element. And I love doing it with you because that immediately puts me at ease. And then I can also be in my own element. So, um, side note, move home. But anyways, no, it was just funny. (laughs) (laughs) But it was funny. We realized it immediately. Like, holy shit. Well, also, I I remember going back to your crying because I remember when you you texted me, you're like, Cassie, I'm just sitting in my car. I'm crying. I can't do this. And I was like, I was like blown away. And to me, I'm like, so old Cassie would have been like, it's no big deal. Like, it's okay. Like, and, but I hopefully provided you some support and maybe still wanted to push you to go. Yes. But also provide you that support. Like, it's okay. Like a lot of people deal with this and just think about how each time you do go to one of these networking events, how much easier it's going to get. And like in a year, you could maybe still feel a little uncomfortable. You're going to be like a million times more comfortable when you go to it. So yeah, yeah. I think that that's awesome that you're doing it. And in real lifetime, you're seeing Kathleen <laughs> just, you know, be a little butterfly going to these social networking yeah. events, even if she cries after and you don't know it. But <laughs> but yeah, the other example, which I think you were super shocked at. I was. Yeah. You were like, what is wrong with you right now? Why are you freaking out? It's so funny. I know. So yeah, I'm a social network little butterfly. Love it. Thrive off of it. But one thing that I literally could have a panic attack and thought I was going to throw up is, is public speaking. And at our launch party, remember at my mom's house when we were getting ready, I was like, wasn't talking and I was kind of in a pissy mood, not for anything, just because I was just like panicking. Like I'm just panicking. And I was like, I was like, I don't know. You get you and my mom would ask me a question. Be like, I don't know. I don't know, mom, Kath, hang on, hang on, Kath, please hang on. Like I was like all freaking out of sorts and you're like, what is happening? And I was like, I'm going to throw up about giving this speech. Yeah. And you were like, are you fucking kidding me? That's what's going on right now. You're like, it's okay. You're like, I can't believe that you're struggling with this. I was very shocked. And hopefully I made you feel comfortable too. I wouldn't want to ever make you feel like 
get over it, you know. So I don't remember what the hell I said, but I no, do. No, you were just you were just shocked, and you were like, I remember being like, very shocked. Yeah, and you're you're so good at it calming me down you're like it's okay you're like I got this I'm actually not scared of this and I'm like you are you're not scared of this and I was, so anyways it was just really really funny and you were like no I got this and I was like all right fucking cool so it is we talk about this all the time mm. Kathleen and I will even be texting about you know various things and how we are complete opposite when it comes to some things and it is literally the most perfect balance I don't yes. know how it could be any more perfect perfect of a balance because I know what you're scared of I excel at what I'm scared of you excel at and yeah. it's literally the perfect combo I know it really it really worked out very nicely <laughs> which is awesome even like our strengths how you spearhead the social media aspect the marketing the the networking digitally and then I'm spearheading kind of the back end stuff with the editing and the production like we divide and conquer and we've got our strengths where, where they need to be and it comes together to make this like awesome product it's really amazing for sure and I mean I love social media and I love talking to people. So I, I think that was just a natural thing. And I think we all know I probably don't have very many patients when, when it comes to tech things. So that's why I was like, okay, I kind of was excited to challenge myself and, and maybe try for a second, but also I just, it, I mean, it is what it is. I just don't have as many patients as you and Mm -hmm. you don't really, you're not, you don't love, love posting things on social media. Yeah. So, and you do have more patience. So it just worked out perfect. Yeah. I think it's just such a natural fit, the social media stuff for you, because yes, I use social media all the time, but I use it more of like an escape. I don't really use it to talk to many people. Whereas like you, you utilize that social butterfly side of yourself with social media and it works perfectly for what we need for our business. Mm-hmm. And then in the back end, the production stuff, while I'm not very good at technical stuff, I do have the patience, like you say, and I have a really good attention to detail, which I feel like you fucking need an editing (laughs) it's like going over the same three seconds like 70 times to make sure it's perfect like would drive most people crazy but for some reason like I I can do it and I get such a high when it's done and it turns out great you know so we really like we say we're really good at taking two pieces of the business and bringing it together yeah, for sure. And, you know, you might be listening to this to be like, okay, well, I'm not starting a fucking podcast. So, like, <laughs> right. you know, but that kind of leads into everything else that we wanted to talk about today. And and these are just examples. Like, this should go hand in hand with any type of partnership, mm-hmm. you know, with the balancing each other out. Um, we're just giving, obviously, our experiences. And this is just our success story this far. communication. How did, so how did we get to figuring all this out? And this is because our communication is so amazing. We've said it before where we're like, we wish our communication, what Kathleen and I have together was as good, you know, was this good with our husband? We yes. <laughs> Why is it so easy with us, but not with fucking them? I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, seriously. So we're really, really freaking proud of this. Like, yes, we motherfucking are. We have the most amazing communication. <laughs> what? I just want to like, totally, like, I'm in love with our communication. Oh my. 
Like, why is it so easy? Like, I've had to go to therapy with my husband and talk technicalities of how to communicate with him. And it's just like, ugh, like, didn't you learn this shit in kindergarten? Like, why is this so hard for you? Of course, it's all him. It's not me. But (laughs) (laughs) But no, I know it's really wonderful. Our communication, the highs and the lows. I feel like we do a really good job of holding space for each other. We definitely do. Yeah. And in the highs, it's so important to us to recognize and compliment uh, what the other person is doing. So like we just said, we divide and conquer. Cassie's over here. I'm over there. So I don't always know all that entails to do social media postings and the DMs and all of that. But I try to educate myself as much as I can. So then I have empathy for what work Cassie is putting in. So even though like I'm not familiar with the day-to-day, I still know what a workload it is for her. And I try to make sure that I'm taking time to compliment her. Like, you know, we're at 1,400 freaking followers. I mean, that's all Cassie. She has done a phenomenal job and she does the same with me. No, she's not editing, but she does recognize when I take something that maybe didn't quite work in the recording and then make it so it does work. And I think that's really awesome about us. And I think for anyone that's looking to do a partnership with your friends, that's so important. It really is because just think about your everyday to day job. When you know you've done something amazing, I mean, this even happens in, it, it happens to everybody, but you do something awesome. Everybody wants to be recognized for that. Like everyone does. They want, you want to, you know, all your hard work to pay off and for somebody to just be like, that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Really great job. Like it doesn't have to be a huge gesture, but just just a couple of words. And I feel like that that's where people start to get a little burnt out when you're putting in all that work and not being recognized. Then it just like keeps weighing on you. You start to not be happy with what you're doing. Mm-hmm. All it takes is a little bit of kindness and recognition to really brighten up somebody's day. And it should be your partner. It should be your business partner. And Kathleen and I do a awesome job at that. Sometimes I feel like Kathleen's complimenting me more than I'm complimenting her. And then I feel bad, but I'm like, try and go out of my way to be like, okay, like editing goddess, like it is. But it's just so important that you recognize each other's accomplishments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you make a good point about getting burnt out because I think in any business and any job, you have a tendency to get bogged down in your day-to-day tasks and everything that comes along with that. So it is sometimes like you have to stop and be like, wait. I need to recognize that my teammate is doing a phenomenal job and it literally takes two seconds. And I feel like it makes a world of difference. It picks you back up. You're like, yes, like I did that. You feel good. It's like all the positive feels takes you away from all the workload just for a second, kind of to refresh and then get back into it. I think it's so important, especially with your freaking friends. My God, like I'm proud of you. And I know you're proud of me, like for everything we've fucking done, like as like a on a friend level, you know, friend level. Yep. I was just going to say like, yeah. this is how you should be amping up your own friends. Yes. Um, this, this little part that we're talking about right now is like put in every aspect of your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I still work full time and I have been so, so, so extremely busy. And Kathleen, I know you know that. And so you're always checking in, like, is there anything that I can do? 
do you want me to post this for you today? Or do you want me to make this phone call for you today? And I sometimes feel guilty because I'm like, well, that's supposed to be like my part of the job, but it's, I've been working on that and learning to let that go. Like, I'm not telling you to do everything, but like, if, if you have like a spare minute, um, I'm like 250 emails deep with my other job. So if you can just post that for a second, that would actually be huge. Um, and you know, and you just take that on and then you're like, it's all right, girl, I got this. And then if I post something later on, you're, you're, you know, praising me for the beautiful work that I <laughs> But where I was going with that, I I went off on a tangent for a second. Where I was going for that is I've been so busy with my day job and I sometimes am like, does anyone even know what I'm doing and how amazing it is? And all it takes is like, it's probably like a month. I hadn't heard anything. And then one person messaged me and they were like, awesome job. And it Mm -hmm. totally turned turn everything around when just when you're starting to not feel appreciated for all the hard work you put in all it takes is it took literally one one word two words yes turns it right around it just replaces some negative with a little positive and anyone that's listening that's in management I think that's a really good tip too this isn't even a tip for starting your own business with a friend it's if you are managing a team giving those accolades to everybody yeah. in your team when they, just recognizing either a heavy workload or something, a project that they did really well on, it makes a big effing difference in their ultimate like efficiency and attitude. Like it's just like a whole general change in everybody's it's a game changer. Position. Yeah. Yeah. And we have a couple of younger people in my office now that I work really, really closely with. And I, any chance that I get, like, even if one of them comes in my office and they're like, oh, I got a reply from that email on that prospect. And I was like, hell yeah, go girl. And I, she listens to the podcast. So I know she's like, you know, snapping her fingers right now being like, yeah, that's me. Okay. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But a little bit goes a long way. Absolutely. So then in the lows, communicating in the lows, meaning mm-hmm. like when you're disagreeing on something, obviously because it will happen. It's not a if, it's a when. I, and again, any relationship, there will be disagreements, there will be conflict. That's very, very normal. I feel like in our society, sometimes it's like, oh, you fight, like that's not normal, but it actually is very normal. It's how you handle the conflict and the disagreement is what sets you apart from being successful or not successful, honestly. So so one thing that's really important, especially when you are not agreeing on something is, you know, don't be afraid to speak up because if you, if you don't speak up about something that you're not agreeing with, you're going to, if it's reoccurring all the time, you're going to end up having some animosity. You're going to start to get a little 2D probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kathleen, what I think you've been really good about is when you don't agree with something. I always know when you're not going to agree with something, by the way. You're like, so, hey, dot, dot, dot. (laughs) And I know you're trying really hard to not be rude, but also be firm. There's a couple of times where I've been like, like, oh my God, is she getting like tootie with me right now? But then I, but then I remember like, no, 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 no. Like I know your character. You're just, this is your way because it's so hard. And for me too, like not even you, but it's so hard. Like, okay, how can I be firm and stand my ground, but also not piss her off? How the hell do you balance this? But you got, you just have to do it. And then if you know your partner's character or your friend's 
character. Like, I know Kathleen's not an asshole, so I'm not going to take it in an asshole way. I still might not agree with her, mm-hmm. but we're going to figure out how to talk about it and make our point, give our reasoning, respect each other's reasoning. Yeah. And see how we can move forward and come up with a resolution. Yes. And this is, to me, the scariest part of going into business with a friend is the disagreements. You all know I don't work anymore, but when I was working for my whole life, I was extremely different in that professional world than I am in my personal world. So in my professional world, I had no problem being direct. This is what I want. I was very matter of fact about things and just moved on with my day. And in my personal world, I do struggle with that, as I've talked about on the podcast. Like it's a little bit harder for me to use my voice, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So with me mm-hmm. and Cassie combining the two, it's been a little bit of a mind fuck for me. And this is a me thing. This has nothing to do with Cassie to be able to use my voice in a way that is respectful to our friendship and still say what I need to say and and get through those like uncomfortable feelings of like, oh my God, this is making me want to throw up, but I don't agree with what she's saying. And I don't know if I'm going to change my mind on this, or maybe I do need to listen to her side, but I'm still not liking it. Like it's, it's definitely been scary for me, but working through those feelings for me personally has helped me grow a, cause that's, you know, I shouldn't have those feelings with anybody in my life being afraid to use my voice with anyone. That's crazy, but it has helped with our professional relationship too. Yeah. just being able to disagree and keep, keep it moving. Yeah, and we have been faced with that quite a few times and obviously the first, you know, one or two times it's it's nerve-wracking like okay, yeah. even though you know, you know who I am, you know I'm going to be understanding, but you also know that I have a strong opinion too. Mm-hmm. Um and and you have a strong opinion as well. It's just it's it's hard to get that out and okay, how are they going to react? Is this going to is this going to end our everything right now by me? disagreeing. But once you get through a couple of those challenges and talk it out, you're like, okay, you know what? We actually got this. You know, going back to our communication, Mm -hmm. it's just like we are going to know each other's intentions when we say something and already know how the other person is actually meaning it because it is hard on text. And you and I try picking up the phone when we can. It's not always is easy, but we do like major things. Like we got to talk this out on the phone because we don't want anything to be taken the wrong way. And I would Mm -hmm. say that's another really huge tip is if you are getting too deep in the texts and things are being misunderstood, just pick up the phone and call somebody. But one of our, you know, disagreements I remember, and it was fairly early on is when, because I am a little bit looser with social media postings. And I know you're a little bit more reserved. Mm -hmm. So I had posted something and you're like, so, hey, (laughs) I don't agree with this, et cetera, et cetera. You gave your reasons. And I was like, well, I don't think it's a big deal because of X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. We picked up the phone, we talked through it and we understood each other's views and points. And, you know, we, we figured it out. Yeah. Yeah. And I think in this type of relationship, you have to be willing to constantly be like learning more about the other person because, you know, there's going to be things you just didn't know and just a friendship that you're learning in a 
a professional type relationship. Yeah. So you have to have that patience. You have to not let things just, it, I mean, and I'm talking about me now, not you, like just kind of trigger you and then you get like upset. And I sometimes, like I said, hold things in and then I, it explodes when I am like, actually, blah, 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 you know, when I should have just said something to begin with. So it's like you're learning more about the other person. You're learning more about yourself. And it's it's like a flux thing. It's not a set in stone. OK, this is who we are. And this is how it's going to be handled. We're constantly learning. We're constantly making changes to make sure the other one is comfortable. I think that is a really key component to making our relationship successful. You know, setting boundaries too, like, okay, I'm way better in the morning and Kathleen, you might be better at a different time. You and I both realize that, okay, nighttime isn't going to be a good time to talk about something maybe a little more serious because it's after a really long day. Yeah. We're both exhausted. My mind does not function well later at night. So you also need to figure that kind of stuff out too. Like what works for each of you and have your boundaries, but be a little flexible too. Like you mm -hmm. have to be a little bit flexible here and there. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, like learning each other's schedules too. Like we have completely different schedules, especially now when I have a kid added thrown in there and her crazy schedule. So I think we're pretty respectful of trying to be understanding. Like we mentioned earlier, getting slammed in your day job and I'm trying to be respectful of that. It's like, is it going to be perfect all the time? Obviously not. Like you said, you got to be flexible. But I think because we generally have a lot of self-awareness and mm -hmm. we are generally very in tune with each other, I think that has really allowed us to be successful together. Yeah. And, you know, when you say about respectful and, you know, setting the boundaries, like maybe old me would have been like, because sometimes we record during um, my quote unquote lunch hour. <laughs> even though that could be any time of the day, but, um, or we'll do it like early Friday morning, you know, before I hop on to start really digging into work and everything. And because that works best for you. And normally I would like figure it out, just figure it out. Um, but when we were trying to come up with a schedule for the next few weeks, I was like, these might be some heavier episodes. Like I, I'm, we can't do it during the mm -hmm. the work week. Like mm -hmm. we just can't. It's not going to work for me. And I was open about that. And I was like shocked that I even did that because normally I would just be like, no, let's figure it out because I like recording on Friday mornings too, et cetera. Yeah. But that's when you have to just speak up and, you know, maybe set a boundary for, mm -hmm. for just the next couple of weeks or set a tone, you know, whatever you want to call it. Um, and you were, you understood so I was going to say, and then the other person has to be receptive. You have to know what's going on in your partner's life and say, okay, XYZ is happening and we need to change things up this week and I'm going to adjust for the next couple of weeks. You know, it's a little bit of a give and take. God, if anyone, if everyone could just be as amazing as we are as business partners, there'd be a lot more successful um, businesses in the world. Let I me mean, just we're just it. fucking killing it over here. We should write a we should write a fucking book. We should write a fucking book, book. idea. Yes, but you want to know? You and I were we were talking about triggers, and yeah. I know you mentioned what your trigger was. Mm -hmm. 
but I was like, Kathleen, I can't think of a, of a trigger for me necessarily. So I was like, have I, do you think you've ever triggered me on anything? And what did you say? I was like, I don't think I've ever triggered you, but I know people that don't respond to you triggers you hard fucking core. And I always like think it's funny and not that I don't agree. I find it very annoying when people aren't responsive. I get very perturbed, but your like reaction is like, like someone just trying to kill your mom. Like it's so funny to me. I'm kidding. It's not that dramatic, but it is, it does make, it honestly, it makes dramatic. me laugh. It, well, it makes me laugh every time you're like, this bitch has to respond in three days. <laughs> I love- you want to know why? It's because I am so responsive. Yes, you are. This is where I'm learning people to, you know, just because I do something, not everyone has to be the same way. But, you know, we've reached out to, um, you know, people have wanted us to be at some of their events or, you know, maybe it's somebody that we were hoping to partner with or whatever. And they just, if they take a while to respond, but this is even before the podcast, this is even just like, just work in general. Like, yeah, like you asked me for help and now you're taking three days to respond or I'm paying you $30,000 to do my fucking windows and you're not responding to me. I'm going to flip out. Yeah. Yeah. In a respectful way. I might like flip out like being joking like this bitch. Yeah. But obviously I'm I'm respectful and and you know. No, it you know what though? That's another thing that's really good about you with the two of us because you have no problem being like, um, excuse me, did you look at that or can we get an answer? And what is this invoice? I, I don't know what this is. Where, like, again, in my old work world, I had no problem with that shit either. But something about my personal life, it gives me like extreme motherfucking anxiety. And you're like, don't worry, I'll handle it. I'm like, okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. There was one time you were like, Cassie, Cass, I just, I cannot. I, I can't. I was like, don't worry, I got you. And yeah. I responded, blah, blah, blah. Yep. Give yes. somebody three days. Hi, just checking in again. Yeah, I, I have no no problem doing that. And yes, I do get very triggered yes. when people don't respond. If it's just like the first couple of times, then no. But if it's like a reoccurring issue, mm-hmm. I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you people? Yeah. Answer um, a fucking gets caught up. Everyone's busy. I understand. But it's also like, come on. It's not mm-hmm. that hard. It's not that hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I, I'm laughing because if any of my old coworkers are listening to this, I'm sure they're laughing hysterically and not even believing that like I have a hard time using my voice because I mean, really, I used to like harass people about not responding to emails at my last job. Like I would like light people up or I would just do following up following up following up following up like every single day I'm just gonna annoy you until you freaking respond to me so they probably aren't even believing me but I swear I've got like a split personality or something in my personal life it's so much harder for me so it's okay we're getting there though yeah I'm I'll get there but thank god for you in the meantime yeah you got me (laughs) thank god for me Can I just say something really quick sidebar? So my little sister got me a brand new Justin Bieber sweatshirt for my birthday. I love that. So cute. And I'm just so happy today, not only because I get to record with you, but because I'm wearing this sweatshirt. Oh, well, I'm happy to see your beautiful face and your beautiful new sweatshirt. Thank you. (laughs) 
you know what? I think overall having a partnership like this, having a friendship like this has been so much fucking fun. We've had so many experiences and opportunities we would have otherwise never freaking had. And I'm going to start crying now because it's just been so awesome. I know. It's like literally been a dream. And I mean, and this is only the beginning. We, I mean, we've said that a gazillion times, but it's literally only the beginning for us. And we've already had this much fun. Yeah. And I know that it's not going to stop. Like some people might be like, oh my God, how long can these girls keep this up? No, we're going to keep fucking going, baby. It's so fun. And I think anybody that's listening, that's thinking about starting their own business or going into business with a, with a friend or a partner, whatever it might be, you just have to go for it. Shout out to Braid Babes. They are in Buffalo, Scottsdale, and another city, but she has three cities. Anyways, she posted something last week and she was like, I taught myself how to braid during the pandemic and now I have three locations, my own business, and she doesn't have a business partner. Um, But still, the point is like, if you are thinking of something, just go for it. It is scary as hell, especially especially when you're about to partner up with a friend. It is it is terrifying, but I literally wouldn't change anything for the world, like at all. And if you needed a sign, this is your fucking sign. This is it. Go for Go it, for baby. It. Don't hold back. Oh, oh hi. Another serendipitous moment. Yes. But for real, it's it's so much fun and the people that we've met. I yeah. mean, the people have just been amazing. We've been to some amazing events. Bianca, we met, and she owns BB's Bingo, who we love. We shout out her. We shout her out all the time. Um, we had a launch party at Tapo, and we met some incredible people there. It's just never ending. The the networking, the connections, and you never know when those good vibes, like when you're going to need those good people with those good vibes, you know. It's really good if you have great people in your corner and to make sure you keep those connections really strong because you never know when you might need each other. And really amazing other people in business I think is extremely important and we have been so incredibly blessed to meet the best of the best. There's yes. just a little snippet of my rhyming skills. Yes, love it. Well, I mean, especially if you're looking to start a local business in Below, I think the small business community is fucking unmatched. Everybody is so helpful with each other, so willing to give tips, give advice, share your stuff. Like it is girls to other people. Oh my God. Nobody gatekeeps. Like it is a really strong community, which it speaks to the Buffalo community in general, like we always talk about. So it's been really such a wonderful experience to be a part of that. Honestly, I'm, it's like a whole new world for us. So cool. Yes. All right. Well, it is time. Tick tock, tick tock. Time for Cassie's quote of the day. <laughs> what was that? Tick tock, tick tock time. I'm like trying to be like one of those. <laughs> is that from a cartoon or something? I don't know. I'm like trying to be one of those like people that run game shows or something. It's time. Tick tock. It's time. Oh. <laughs> that didn't that work. was really good. Was it? Are you it sure? Was coming from a from a cartoon or a movie or something like that when you go tick tock, tick tock. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
I'm a game show host. That's what I was saying. Oh my God. How fun would that be? Yeah. That would be super fun. There's a place in Minneapolis here where you can, you go with a group of your friends and you, and you are on a game show. Like you have some what? contestants and yeah. Oh my God. Holy you shit. Out here and we can get a group and go. Hell yeah. Well, I don't know if anybody, anything can top the um, drag show brunch that we did because that was like one of the best days of my life. The Beyonce, Beyonce, no less. It was a Beyonce themed drag brunch where they dance around you and you put money in their little G-strings. How much fucking fun was that? That was the best day of my life. Yeah, that was the best day. I lost my voice after that. (laughs) (laughs) Screaming and singing so loud. Yes. Okay. Quote of the day by Bill Watterson who is an author, and this came out of Parade Magazine. Things are never quite as scary when you've got a best friend. Oh, stop. Are you stop! Gonna cry? Yes, I'm going to cry. Stop it. I was, I saw that, and I'm like, oh, my God, Kathleen's going to cry. I almost cried earlier, and now I'm, like, misty-eyed. You're killing me. I know, but that's so true. Like, it- it's everything that we talked about in the episode. It, it is, it's truly anything is possible when you have a great, wonderful, beautiful best friend by your side. Like, I am so fortunate to have. Well, I love you. Love you <laughs> I'm crying. Just ignore me over here. <laughs> Faker. I don't see any tears coming out. Well, it's low resolution on the videos, okay? <laughs> and it's staying that way. Hello, hideous. My hair is crazy. Clearly, <laughs> you go, you go. It's low resolution. <laughs> is, isn't that what that means? I don't know. I just threw yes, that out no, there. Okay. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying words. I don't really know what they mean. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> no, it worked. <laughs> So with that being said, we are here at the end of the episode and Kathleen, you are going to do our below shout out for us. And these are also bad ass business women partners. We just wanted to shout out another business who have women that are partners. Yeah, they clearly have a strong partnership too. And they came to our launch party back in July when we were barely a thing. So shout out to Powerhouse Money, Nicole and Sarah. Hey guys, um, we think that you two are very inspiring everything that you built. So we wanted to shout you out today. So what Powerhouse Money does is they are wealth and business coaching for women. We actually sat down and Nicole gave us a little snippet of what she could do for our business. And we were blown away, guys. Blown away. For one, you can just tell that they're incredible human beings. Yeah. The nicest people. They're not going to bullshit you. They're straightforward. You can trust them. And they are just so supportive of other women. And that's why we love them. Absolutely. So, and they have a lot of events and lectures that they host throughout the year. One that Cassie and I went to in the fall, it's called Level Up, an event for entrepreneurs. And you should have seen me. I was like in ninth grade scribbling notes, like a perfect little school girl. Like they just had so many nuggets to give that were like, wow, just like 
so insightful. Um, and they've got another one coming up on May 18th. So you can get your tickets, go to their IG, POW, P-O-W-H-E-R, house money. So it's instead of POWER, it's POW HER. Her. Hello for the woman. Yes. <laughs> and they have a book. Yeah. And you and I both own their book. Um, and it's amazing. There's just so many tips and conversations that more people in general, but women especially, I feel like need to have, and they're the perfect people to go to. And also shout out to Sarah who modeled for us on our last merch drop. Yeah. So yeah, we just love them. Badass women in business, baby. All right. Well, speaking of badass women in business, Cassie, me and you, we are ride or fucking die. We are doing this shit on our fucking deathbeds. We are in this for life, baby. For life. <laughs> Lifer. All right, everybody. So, hi. Make sure you follow our podcast. We're on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher. Rate us five stars, not one. Five, please. Thank you. And give us a little comment. <laughs> Your face that you just made. But give us a comment. Subscribe also and download our episodes. That's very important. Yes, please. So thank you, everybody. Go have an awesome day. Thank you, everybody. Who am I? Thank you, everybody. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs>